What is going on, Black and White Network? Merry, Merry Christmas. How's everybody doing? Rhodes is in the house and Mick is in the house. Afternoon, everyone. Happy Christmas to you all. Not happy holidays as we're not woke here, so. No, no. We we say Merry Christmas in these parts. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Good morning, Mick. Good Good morning, morning, Rose. Good morning, Black and White Nation. Merry Christmas. Everybody, please make sure you have a safe one and come out the other side of the Christmas festive holiday festivities, and that way you can join us later on. Uh, Yeah. This is is always that time of the year where weirdly – like at least here in East Texas, I'm sure people notice it in other areas. You look up and and somebody's had some random tragedy locally happen. So I'm, I'm just everybody come out. Don't don't drink and drive and all that. If you want to drink, stay home, get drunk. Don't go nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the weather is going to be pretty bad here this weekend until Christmas it will, Day. It so, will here. It will be here too. Yeah, we're supposed to have like storms and stuff. Um, Probably starting today, but definitely tomorrow and uh, Sunday. So um, I got all of my Christmas shopping done yesterday. And I must admit, because I am honest, right, Rose? Rose know exactly what I did. I'm not happy about this, but I'm going to admit it. I did my Christmas shopping yesterday. And it was an absolute nightmare. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Well, Well, when me and my brother... Went went to get um our Christmas trees. We went to the Christmas tree farm in uh, in spring, and I asked my niece and nephew, "Hey, what do you, what do you guys want for Christmas?" They never tell me. Then my brother tells me, "All right, well, I'm gonna get back to you." Then he texts me um the uh, the gifts that they want. I was like, "All right." It looks like he's in a store. I was thinking like he was in a Walmart or something like that. And then yesterday, I'm like um. Hey brother, um, I'm gonna go and get these um these uh, Christmas presents. Uh, what, what store was he at? Because I was actually looking for them on Amazon. One of them was on Amazon, but the other one wouldn't have been here before Christmas. He said it it was at Target. Oh, I was like, holy yeah. shit! I was oh. like, really? So I didn't have a choice. I had to go on Target's website and get those toys because they were like in limited supply. Actually, one of the one of the targets, it got um, canceled because it was out of stock. So I had to select another one. I had to go to two different targets, and I hate Target. Did, did you pick up any tuck swimsuit wear for next? I, time? Luckily for me, man. Luckily for me. Price flag, did it? Luckily for me, pretty much when you go in, the <laughs> online order pickup is like right there, right there. So I felt disgusted with myself, man. But the things I do, man, for my niece and nephew, man. Did you did you get back home and 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 sit down in your seat, kick back for the football game, and pop open a Bud Light? I'm just wondering. <laughs> I mean, after going to Target, you already got warmed up. Man, Might as well just when, when when you walk into a Target, man, you start thinking I may want a Bud Light. Oh God! Just immediately. Uh, the tranny fluid yeah, but, feeling comes but, rushing but over the thing, here. What made it worse, though, is, man, usually this, this, this tells you how little I go to Target. I've been to Target in 10 years before yesterday. And 
the traffic in Atascocita, man, they're doing so much construction on 1960. It was a nightmare getting there. And then when I get that one, I get the email said, oh, the other one's ready to be picked up in Tomball. So I was driving back home. It was going to take me about an hour to get there. And I drove all the way over there and came back. I was exhausted, but I got it done. The rest of the gifts are coming today um, via Amazon. So, yeah, I, I got I, I got to go. go there. I got to go out early. I'm going to go out early Sunday morning and get anything that any little odds and ends that I don't already have. And I got most of it done. But yeah, uh, I got to get long, wrapping paper. We don't have enough. I've done that before. Uh, the Sunday morning before Christmas, if you go early and you, you get there as the store is opening, you don't really run into much of a crowd issue. You're in and out. I'm one of these people that it doesn't take me long anyway. I'll go in there, probably spend about an hour max and grab everything and then boom, book book out. Book out. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I hate I had to do it. I even looked on Walmart's website. They didn't have it. I couldn't find it at all. I didn't have a choice. Uh, we got a super chat here. I, I don't know that Walmart's much better these days, frankly. You know? I, well, I, I never go to Walmart. I mean, oh, you, you know, don't? I'm a Costco shopper. No, I'm oh, a Costco yeah. shopper. Yeah. So, uh, we got a super chat here. Thanks for the donations. Uh, Connor Acres, $2. You guys have a favorite uh, Christmas song. Where did he actually send that super chat from? He sent it from black and white sports favorite christmas song mine hmm. i'll give you my one it's it's not an actual christmas song but it was there was a story to it it was around 2010 um what well, it is right it, yeah like, we had a show called the x factor in the uk and all that like and uh whenever it always guarantees the christmas number one in the in the actual pop charts so uh a guy it was it was a big heavy metal fan he decided enough was enough, and he he done a thing on Facebook. Uh, he done a rally call. It's uh, killing in the name of by Rage Against the Machine to be the Christmas number one, and um, and it, and it actually got, and it, and Rage Against the Machine actually got the Christmas number one. So I always say, jo- jokingly, it's my favourite Christmas song of all time, just to piss off the just to piss off the uh, the pop the pop fans and all that basically. And it, okay. was, it was such an uh, such an outrage. Uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't know the proper Christmas song now. It's, it's just. It, I don't know. I wasn't really big big fan of Christmas songs, to be honest. So, but um, so Mick, somebody, are all the Christmas songs up, that are famous over there are they the same ones as we have here? Like yeah, you know, like, you, like you John Lennon, Paul McCartney songs, and I tell you, good, like, somebody so, brought up Nat King Cole. In the in the chat, that's a great one right there. Yeah. Nat King Cole. I got two. I mean, they're just uh, like two favorites. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, of course, is a big one. Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC is my other. One. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my. Well, that's well, my. If you just want to, if you just want to take a generic Christmas song, regardless who's singing it, Silent Night. That's probably my favorite. I think one of my favourite ones is by an Australian comedian called Kevin Bloody Wilson. Uh, is, the song is called Santa Claus, You Cunt, Where's My Fucking Bike? 
<laughs> go on YouTube and listen to it and all that. Like, he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a very politically incorrect comedian from Australia. Very funny. Uh, he wouldn't, like, most of the jokes he comes out with now, he would not get away with it now with PC police on his place, especially with the Alphabet Mafia. And uh, like I say, he made, if it was accused of being racist and because he made Aboriginal jokes and shit like that as well. But um, he'd done that. Uh, He'd done a few Christmas songs. There. Christmas on the Pierce as well was another one. Mm. Uh, Christmas in Hollis is from, of course, my favorite Christmas movie, which is Die yeah. Hard. So, uh, just putting mm. that out there. Yeah. Oh, it actually came complete with a, a yeah, an actual Christmas song came off the soundtrack. So, which you know, which, was, you know, which was awesome. I like on Die a very, Hard. On a very special Merry Christmas album that came out back in the day. Tony Arnold of Outkick had an argument with one of the, the Outkick writers about saying that Die Hard was not a Christmas movie. Oh, I don't believe it's a Christmas movie. M- M- Melissa doesn't think it's a Christmas movie. They were. Uh, I saw Todd Pyro and Joe Concha this morning gave their favorite Christmas movies. Todd Pyro had Die Hard at number two. Joe Concha had it at number one. <laughs> I was no. like... There you a go. A Christmas I mean, story. A Christmas story is number one. Trading places for me. Uh, trading, trading places is number two, <coughs> and um, a Christmas Carol, nineteen thirty-eight, is number three for me. Uh, hey, John, that stupid up last week regarding trading places. What's that thing? Uh, when he was asked to take off his clothes, and this big black dude said, "Strip you little shit before I tell you a new asshole." <laughs> that was fucking legendary. And, this and man the, is physically threatening me. <laughs> He's going to have sex with me. I, lo- I love the, pre- the police cell movie. Where is your bitches, Mr. Big Time Pimp? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, legendary. I love that you movie. Know, I haven't seen that movie, movie in like 40 years. Oh, I'm man. I haven't seen it um, once. I, I have it on DVD. Year. I have it on DVD and I have it on streaming. So, I'll oh, watch it every year without fail. Since sent that super chat. Uh, we appreciate it. And since it's Christmas, this is the closest we got to a uh, Christmas super chat kind of thing. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. The only reason I used that one because Rocky fought Drago on Christmas Day. That's right, yeah. Yeah, people don't realize that. I've got, I've got uh, Die Hard. Actually, probably the Christmas Vacation's my favorite. Die Hard would be number two. Gremlins is number three. We watched Gremlins last night. Uh, so uh, Braxton wanted to start watching Christmas. We watched Gremlins, <coughs> then, we, then we watched Elf. So I love Gremlins. I watched that. I watched that Christmas yeah, Eve. Elf is Elf. Good. I watch El- that. Elf is good too. Yeah, I watch that Christmas Eve every year. Me and the wife. And th- this one here is not one of my favorites, but I really I do like it. I don't watch it every year. Jingle All the Way, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a good one. It's a good one. I haven't seen it in a long time. I guess. Yeah. It's, it's been him and Sinbad twenty years maybe since I've seen it. Christmas Story is up there. I mean, always. Yeah. Man, even you know, the new one that came out last year was good. I was shocked that it was good. It was funny. I saw it last night. We almost watched it because I haven't seen it yet. 
It's so funny, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna find a place to fit it in over the next say three days. Yeah, the, the new because I remember they had that um, Christmas Story Part Two, which wasn't good, and then they came out with this one here. And I was last year. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll check it out. Me and my wife were laughing. It was funny. <laughs> I was watching. Uh, I was watching Beavis and Butter Christmas Special uh, yesterday. The the letters to Santa Butthead, where they got Beavis as a reindeer and Butt kept whipping him. You ever see that one? No, I haven't seen that. Beavis and Butthead one. Ah, but like I said, there's 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 a few Christmas specials that I religiously watch every year. That's Beavis and Butthead is one of them. Trailer Park Boys Christmas Special was always another one that I watch every year. Mm. I've been meaning to. Yeah. Dan Orlowski said um, that there's one on Netflix with Kurt Russell that's supposed to be really good that I I, I heard. So I need. To oh check yeah, it out. yeah. I've been meaning yeah, to him watch and Goldie Hawn. I think Goldie yeah. Hawn's yeah, in it too. Goldie Hawn's yeah. in it too. Yeah. I think I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it. Oh, I need to acknowledge something over here on Rumble, um, over on Black and White Sports. Got a comment here that says, holy shit, a video leaving comments to hardly see any of your stuff I like. That's because uh, Rumble is not mirroring our videos on from YouTube. We upload to YouTube, it's supposed to mirror the videos over there in Rumble. They're not really doing it. So I think we're like two weeks behind now. So it it has officially quit. You know, it, it quit working for like two weeks, and then it started working again for like another month. And so now yeah. they've quit again, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's why we're live right now. So we're live right now. But we we appreciate you guys because we got um, 25 people watching over on uh, Black and White Sports. We got eight people watching over on, um, on um, Black and White uh, Network. And like by the way, twenty-seven people on other channels. They're back taking the knee again in Premier League soccer this uh, on on Boxing Day. By the way, they're back taking the knee again. Uh, play, all, all the uh, Premier League players in England. Mm. For, they're taking uh, a knee. Yeah, they they decided about about five games a year, five five games a year that they'll still take a knee for a uh, criminal organisation and all that as well. And the uh, Christmas wow. fixtures was one of them. Wow. Just taking the D thing crazy. It's a it's wonderful, a wonderful life. Getting, that's a good one. Getting some love. Yeah, that, That's love. a good one. That's a good one. But for the most part, it's not really Christmas focus really till like near the end of the movie. It's still a good movie, though. So. Uh, I'm just looking through. Ooh. That's one you don't see too often. That's a classic. Yeah, I like that one, but I like the one with Reginald Owen from the 1930s better. Krampus. But that is a good Christmas. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that, but Krampus, yeah. Home Alone. Uh, Home Alone. I, I'm also a big fan of Bad Santa, but of course you're, you're not letting the kids watch that one. No. Um, yeah. Let me see. Jim's still going. Uh, somebody says, wasn't Trump in Home Alone? He was in Home Alone yeah. 2, wasn't he? Home Alone, Home Alone 2, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. And we got a um, a $20 super sticker from Bernie7044 over on Black and White Network. And what is that super sticker? I think it's Black and White Network. Or maybe it was um, 
yeah, Black and White Network, it is. I don't know exactly what that is. <laughs> is, is, is this a is this a joke? <laughs> Christmas a Christmas story is nasty and violent. <laughs> oh, Christmas God. vacation question mark jingle. Christmas all vacation way? is so funny. It's so yeah. funny. Hey, but uh, Bernie, uh, thank you for that um, that uh, super sticker. Um, I thought I hold on a second. Did you just select the roads? What select what? Oh, never mind. <coughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Like, charge, yeah. All right. Um, uh, appreciate that. Um, that super sticker. I love black people. I love black people. Who's your Jerry? You my yeah, since he was definitely showing the money with that twenty dollars hey, super sticker. You know good and well, I'm not gonna let this slide. Let me let me slide up here. Um where where was that? Where was the damn Colin Kaepernick thing? This Oh yeah, that was before yeah. we live. Yeah. After your Colin Kaepernick support, what did I miss? When did I miss the Colin I, I, I Kaepernick somebody, support? Somebody's being sarcastic. They got to be. I, I'm like, wait, what? When are you going to support we, white? We have, we have never supported Colin Kaepernick here on this channel, ever. What I, I saw that was like, what is going on now? Where did this come from? Did somebody <laughs> hijack the account and make a Colin Kaepernick video that supported him? I was like, I don't know what that's about. I had to highlight it. I was like, yeah. this guy's got to be trolling right now. It's got to be. The night yeah. that the reindeer died. Oh, there's a good another good horror movie from Christmas. It's Silent Night, Deadly Night from back in the 80s. That was a good one. That was a slash. I haven't, I haven't a seen that flick. Yeah, well, it launched a whole franchise. There was like five of them, I think. Because the first one did so. That was back when... They could put out a franchise on home video, and yeah. if it was really good, the first movie would end up making like fifteen million bucks just on rentals. Yeah, so they could launch a franchise off of it. Actually, good since you days, brought up actually. Gremlins, do you do you consider Gremlins to be somewhat of a Christmas horror movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, Gr look, look, yeah, I was, when. Gremlins came out, I would have been nine years old. It came out in 85, right? 84. And so 84, okay. we were looking at that. We were looking at that last night. Um Gremlins scared the crap out of me when I was nine I years old. Yeah. The crap out of I mean, I lost sleep for probably a good six months as a kid over Gremlins because I swear every time I heard anything in the house. That, you know, just the house settling at night, anything at all, I thought, oh, crap. Oh, crap. That's a grim. I mean, you know, if you thought you heard something walking across the floor, you were like, oh, crap. Because in the movie, it's like when they're walking, you hear them. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. So I'm going through that whole thing in my head as a kid. And it was terrifying. I mean, you know, I'm covering my right. head. I'm sleeping completely under the, uh, yeah, gremlins, no. Uh, Mogwais are cute. Gremlins, not so much. Just don't I, I feed them after that, midnight. 
Yeah, I wouldn't say that Spike is uh, too cuddly, you know. But yeah. it's a hell of a flick, man. Man, that soundtrack yeah. is... You're right, Joe Bob. It's underrated. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're already 23 minutes into this, and I'm pretty sure people are interested to find out what uh, Stephen A. Smith actually had to say um, about Texas, because um, you you know what Stephen A. Smith said, Rhodes? Do you have any idea? I know what it's about. I have not seen his comments. He lo- he lost his mind, and I don't think Mick has seen it yet. So we're gonna, you guys are gonna go into this fresh. Now, of course, everybody knows that Joe Biden is doing nothing, absolutely nothing, about the border. I mean, it's wide open. People have free range to come in and out. And Greg Abbott signed a uh, bill in the law where Texas is saying, all right, the federal government doesn't want to do the job. We're going to do the job of the federal government. And Texas will be arresting illegal aliens that cross into this country illegally. Stephen A. Smith believes it's racist. Yeah. So. Let's go ahead against and look at this here. (laughs) That's what I want. And and he says a few things here, Rhodes, that um, obviously he doesn't know Texas. Okay. Look at this. This is a disgrace. ESPN Stephen A. Smith blasts racist Texas governor for rule allowing police to arrest illegals. And even in the clip Rhodes, he actually uses the word illegals. So people that are actually breaking the law, Stephen A. Smith actually acknowledges that, but he says it's racist. Yeah. So let's go ahead and roll it. Greg Abbott, you ever heard of him? He's the governor for the state of Texas. On Monday, that governor, Governor Abbott, signed a bill into law that will allow the police to arrest migrants who entered the U.S. illegally. Call them illegal aliens, they're not migrants. This law, which takes effect in March, allows any Texas law enforcement officer to arrest people who are suspected of entering the country illegally. This is bad, ladies and gentlemen. And before... I go a step further. There's an individual by the name of Krish, K-R-I-S-H, Omara Vignaraja, V-I-G-N-A-R-A-J-A-H. That person is the CEO of Lutheran Immigration and Refugee Service, says, quote, by criminalizing the very act of seeking refuge, Texas is turning its back on the values of compassion and due process that make our nation the world's beacon of humanitarian leadership. That is one way to put it. There are various other ways to put it. This is a disgrace. It's inhumane. And it opens the floodgate to further divide our nation because when you have law enforcement that literally can arrest people over a suspicion, think about that for a second. 
People can be arrested who are suspected of entering the country illegally. Do you realize that that means a law enforcement official can walk up to somebody, all right, they look Hispanic. Okay, they, 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 their English is broken. They don't speak fluent English. So that could be a cause for me to arrest them. Okay, right there. Me and Rhodes are from Texas. Oh, uh, Rhodes. Yeah. Aren't there a ton of Hispanic people here in Texas? A plethora. They're everywhere, man. Everywhere. Now, it's this it is where been. Stephen A. Smith. This is where Stephen A. Smith shows his ignorance right here. About 90% of the people that are Texans at the border are Hispanic. Correct. They speak Spanish. Right. I'm out here in the Houston area. I hear Spanish all the time. My neighbor, he's not Mexican. He's actually Puerto Rican. He speaks Spanish, but he's an American citizen. We're talking about illegals that aren't coming through a port of entry legally. Stephen A, man, you don't know Texas, man. Not only and that, guess what? we're not we're not talking about Mexicans coming across the border. No. Chinese is coming across the border. Okay. Haitians. Haitians. You look Middle Easterns, we, white people. <laughs> you just terrorists. had a terrorist a terrorist attack October seventh. Our border is wide open. Name me another place where the border is just wide open. Another country where people just walk in and out. Another legitimate country, let's put it that way. Yeah. You, we can't illegal. go into Mexico it's illegally. Upholding laws. These Rose, laws do you know are what in happened place. To us? I mean, do you know what would happen to us if we were called Mexico illegally? Oh, it's bad. You don't want to go to a Mexican prison. It's bad. Uh, you don't want to go. But let's continue. Got, we've got laws against this. The laws aren't yeah. being used. They're not being enforced. All Texas That's is doing right. is enforcing the law that the federal government should be doing. But anyway, let them deal with the problems later. Ladies and gentlemen, to get out of jail, bail costs money. It ain't free. To hire a lawyer, that costs money. It ain't free. You have essentially opened up an avenue to incarcerate people for no cause whatsoever other than a particular law enforcement official's suspicion. No. No, no, Stephen A. They do have to have probable probable cause. If somebody's walking down the street, the police can't just say, you know what? Let me go over there and check his papers. You can't do that. There needs to be probable cause. We see people on video crossing the border illegally. Law enforcement then can actually stop them and detain them. They're literally live streaming on TikTok as they're yes, crossing the border. They are. Some of them, some of them have parlayed it into becoming social media stars <laughs> as they're coming in illegally into our country. And and it's so convenient that that Stephen A, wherever he is currently located, we're New York, in Texas, man, we're he, the ones he's from Hollis, Queens. He's from Hollis, lives, Queens. Guess lives what? Lives in New Jersey. Lives in New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Guess what? Your fellow New Yorkers in New York City, they're getting a little bit of the brunt of what Texas is dealing with. And guess what? 
Those people do not want those illegals there. The black people in Chicago are raising hell about the illegals taking up their resources. Stephen A. Smith. out. That's right. Yeah. And they're talking about voting Republican. By the way, these people are coming into our country. They're just across people's yards in South Texas. Yes. Just walking into their yards across their land as if they belong. No, you don't belong there. It's not your property. Yeah. It's not your place And a lot of those people, a lot of those people down (laughs) in the valley, a lot of those people are Hispanic Texans. Their property is getting destroyed, Stephen A. That's what we're going to do to our Latino brothers and sisters. It's racist. Now, Stephen A., that sounds pretty racist, what you just said there, because you're assuming just because they're Hispanic, they may be here illegally. We just talked about there's Asians, there's white people, Middle Eastern people, black people, all coming across the board. The man doesn't know what he's talking about. You, you do. Somebody he, need to. Does he? Does he have any idea that? Uh, I mean, we're the ones having to deal with this. Do you think he's walking around with security right now? That there's somebody that walks around has his back all the time. He's probably living in a gated community. And and by the way, you've got South Texas, formerly Democratic counties that have flipped for Trump they flip because red. the because <laughs> the people immigrated to our country legally and they have flipped over to Trump because they don't want illegals coming in and those people are Hispanic that are against exactly what's going on right now they want people to yep. have to follow the process just like they did pay your dues come in here legally not only that but it's a joke they're giving them immigration meetup paperwork that has 2031 on it right now i kid you not yeah 2035 that's the next court date now that's not gonna fly in texas so here we go say it so i'm gonna say it it's a racist ass thing to do suspicion suspect suspected of entering the country illegally how can you be suspected of entering the country illegally so you chilling in downtown dallas or houston (coughs) you hanging out with a bunch of (coughs) you're speaking spanish instead of english like i said this guy just doesn't get it man in houston you will literally see and i'm not just pointing out his spanish here day workers Sitting on the side of the uh, the road looking for work in certain parts of Houston, they're here illegally. Everybody knows that. A clothes might not be a Tom Ford suit or something. You might not be wearing a Jordan sweatsuit. You might look a little poor and impoverished, a bit haggardy or haggard. Those things might, you might not look the part. You look in New York as they can literally label that as suspicion to justify arresting you, not questioning you, not asking for an ID. They literally can arrest you. That's criminal. Okay. (laughs) See what we're really learning. Okay. 
is that there are levels of enslavement. Yeah, I can deport you. I could send you back. Or I could keep you incarcerated. You can feed the system. <coughs> Another body in there. We <coughs> prisons throughout this nation to some degree anyway have been privatized. We do know that, right? You do know that there are people profiting off of folks getting incarcerated, right? If you don't believe me, go back and look at 13. That documentary on Netflix directed by Ava DuVernay. Go back and okay. look at things like that and you'll see what I'm talking about. What a disgrace. No. And to think, no. I love this state from the standpoint that it's got no state income taxes. You got beautiful cities like Dallas and Houston and Austin, Texas. I'm looking forward to being in a city like that someday. And then I see a governor like this doing this kind of nonsense. It's a damn disgrace. It really, really is. Yeah. I look in no. New York, right? You look in New York, John. You go to JFK Airport. It's the, all the signs is multilingual. It's English and Spanish there as that, well. That's the way it is so, out here in uh, Texas, too. Everything is in uh, Spanish and English. Yeah. Like I say, because you've got a big Hispanic community in New York as well. You've got Puerto Ricans, you've got Dominicans there. Yeah. Like I say, you've got Cubans there as well. Um, not as many as Miami, but um, there was definitely a huge influx of Hispanics in New York when I was there. They were mainly Dominicans. Yeah. Well, look, look, let's say the cops do talk to somebody under suspicion. If you're not illegal, you don't have a lot to worry about. You have right? nothing to worry about. No. You have nothing to worry about. As, lo as long as you now comply, it's going to be a conversation. They're going to be yeah. like, oh, man, you got a driver's license. You're blah, blah, blah. You're legal. I mean, you're good. Yeah. And Guess what, Rhodes? You get, pulled, you, you get pulled over by the police on suspicion of speeding, for example. Yeah. Don't you have to show your ID? Correct. What, yeah. what what happens if you don't have your ID? Uh, you're gonna you're gonna have to answer some more questions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> regardless of skin color. That's right. They might say to the cop shop. Yes, Stephen Stephen A. Man, and the thing is, man, we're not trying to keep these people in prison. They should be deported. Trump is already talking about the biggest mass deportation we've ever seen. That's that's great right there. They go back to where they came. If they want to come in, they have to apply and do it the right way. I'm going to hurt Stephen A. Smith's uh, feelings a little more. I don't think Greg Abbott did this fast enough. It should have been done a year and a half ago, 18 months but, ago. You know what? I read that in the comment section on my real. video, but but here, here's the problem, though. Here's the problem. Okay. The Texas House. That's the problem. Led by pro-Democrat Dave Phelan, who is a so-called Republican. And the only reason why it got done is because Greg Abbott was actually calling special session after special session after special session because he can't be a dictator, but he can call these special se sessions until something gets done. That's the only reason why it got done. So I understand why people were saying, oh, you should have did this a while ago. Got to realize, man, it's the Texas House that makes the laws. He signs them into law. The moment he realized Biden was actually going to take office, 
the he the wheels should have been turning then because look everybody knew he was about to open the border everybody they were already people in route uh, well, they were waiting uh, at the border up already. with january 6th they were in route heading in about to open it was about to just wave them in like they're on a, a air, airport tarmac somewhere just yeah. come on across what kills me is at what point is this a national security threat you got countries at war right now. If any, if yeah. ever there was a reason to shut the border down, that would have been a great reason. I, I thought all you Democrats were so worried about COVID. They, none of these people coming not, in. Not none anymore. Of them, none of them got the, the they, Wuhan virus. None of them. During the whole time of the Wuhan virus, they weren't testing any of these people for the Wuhan virus. They were dropping them off at Whataburger, and you had... um. I remember they said that this one uh, couple, a legal couple, was in a Whataburger coughing and everything, definitely had the virus, just spreading it everywhere. Democrats didn't care. They didn't care. Of course they didn't care. Bunch of hypocrites. Yeah. The whole the whole damn bunch of them, a bunch of hypocrites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got some super chats here we need to get through here real quick before we continue on here. Uh, Nicholas J hits for five dollars. Brandon Brown, the NASCAR driver, lost his job due to the "Let's Go Brandon" chant. Did he? We did videos. When, when was this? That. Yeah, we did videos. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah, I was good. A okay. while ago. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, Dustin the Grim, ten dollars. The word "racist" has lost all meaning at this point. Maybe Stephen A should head down to the border. And see how bad it is. He's not going to yeah. do that because then if he actually does that on camera, he's going to have to face the reality that, um, hey, I'm, yeah. I was wrong. He's going to have he's not going to do that. Yeah. I'm currently reading his book at the moment. Right. And the, the, like I said to John before the thing, like he was a very, very serious journalist at one stage. I don't know what possessed him to become a fool on ESPN. I know, I know he's well paid for and all that life, but if you actually read read his book, like I said, there's a lot of seriousness comes out of him. Yep, yep. It, like I say, there's uh, part of the club it there. He shows absolute distaste for his fa own father as well, because it was yeah. it was a drunken womanizer that. We got a CK seventy four with a twenty dollar um, super sticker. Is that a super sticker? No, just super chat, I guess. It says Merry Christmas. Well, thank you for that. And spend Sports Network for two dollars on a scale from one to ten. How bad is Roger Goodell? I go nine. Well, yeah, I go a nine because um Adam Silver is is a ten. He's he's not near he's not as bad as um Adam Silver. Adam Silver's the worst. I got that. So, I got that kind of, uh, man for the uh, Major League Baseball. I think he's more more of a fucking dick than uh, Sil Adam Silver is. I'd say I'd it, say it, like it, a nine, probably is where I'd have because him. Because it carried into Biden and Stacey Abrams over the uh, Georgia voting thing. If if for no, you know, he gets so much damn praise, and I've said it before. I'll say it again. You know, a chimp could have been in that that spot over the last decade and all this money was still going to flood into the NFL because yeah. of television contracts. When you're the number yeah. one rated television program, they're going to give you massive amounts of money from networks yeah. and everybody right. wants to give Roger Goodell credit for that. No, 
that's your athletes. You can thank Peyton Manning as he was coming into retirement and Tom Brady and all those guys because that that's when it really exploded. As those guys started getting yeah. to their twilight, everybody wanted to tune in, and it just kind of carried over from there and and blew up even more. But it, it's not that's not Roger Goodell's doing. No, not. no, I'm like I'm like I'm not giving Roger Roger Goodell any credit for the NFL now taking over Christmas Day. The NBA's dead on Christmas now. The NFL is pretty big. Has little to do with uh, Roger Goodell. So little. But you know um, what? It's all, thank- after listening to Tom Brady's comments about the standard of the play in the NFL, he's he's right in certain aspects and all that. Like, I look at it like that because he hit the other day for the Steelers against the Colts and all that. Like, was a lot worse hit than Kareem Jackson did on Josh Dobbs. But yet again, Kareem Jackson got four games and he's only got three. How can he yep. justify that? Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, thank you, guys. Like I say, you thank you, at, guys. You look at that, Kareem. Jackson. You look at that Kareem Jackson hit on Josh Dobbs, right? It was Josh Dobbs that insinuated that hit, not Kareem Jackson. Yeah, Kareem Jackson's got history of being dirty or anything like that, but no way he should have got four games for that hit. Hmm. When it was well, Josh you know, Dobbs' fault. You know, Tom, Tom, Tom Brady's been very critical of the yeah. Oh, yeah, he has. And, and, and the fact that the quarterbacks aren't doing their job in protecting the receivers. You know, he's like, we just knew that when we played quarterback, there were certain throws we couldn't make because we get our, our damn wide receivers killed out there. You know, and yeah. I'll tell you so point- if I was Shane Steichen, I would have gone after Gardner Minshew after mm-hmm. that play and all that. That goes, what the fuck are you doing that? Well, you know, there was there was got there was a guy that's going head first on your receiver and all that. Like you're basically taking your own receiver out because you thought it was open and all that. Like if you actually look carefully, because he was going for him, it was hunting him. Now he's got he had history himself. Now I actually I, I'm in a WhatsApp group with a group of lads back in England, right? And um, and I said no that like because he'd done a nasty hit on Cam Newton there a few years back as well. So he would, has history as well. Would Roger Goodell and the league even have went down this road if they hadn't had to pay out nine hundred million from CTE? Yeah, I, my belief no. is no. No, this was driven no. by a lawsuit, and and the lawsuit was over CTE. And that's, I mean, they were profiting. They had a segment on ESPN Monday Night Football called Jacked Up. Jacked Up. Yeah, I, I loved that. it too, Ed. I mean, Tom Jackson and um, Tom Jackson. Yeah. Yes. He got jacked up. That was like a big thing. It, so. They used to sell VHSs and DVDs of the biggest hits in the NFL. And those were NFL films products. That they were putting out there. And then yeah. when CTE happened, they backed way out. Somebody made a comment right here. I can't I can't wait for this Gruden thing to happen. Uh, it, it can't get here quick enough. Because yeah, Gruden cool. wants it to all go public. That's his whole point. Is Gruden wants everything to have to come out in public. And somebody said a while back, Gruden knows where all the NFL's bodies are buried. And and Gruden <laughs> wants it out. They they said he doesn't he's got so much money he doesn't care about it. You know, he made all that money from Monday Night Football. He made the, all that money from the Raiders. And he may mess around and end up doing something either when they're willing to let him come back into the league and be a head coach. He's got something on somebody. <laughs> He's got something on somebody. 
if they're willing yeah. to he's let him money, come back. He's still getting money in. from the Raiders. He's still getting paid by the Raiders. He's, I think he's got another four years left on that. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, the, Ra- I the Raiders think, are forking out some money for coaches. <laughs> I kind of think that that him and Mark Davis work something out because they're they're so close. They're so tight. Yeah. I mean, he's still tight with Mark Davis today. They're still real tight. I mean, they're that is Mark Davis's. I, I tell you what, think about this. It would not shock me if Mark Davis called and talked to John Gruden about firing Josh McDaniels. That would not shock me a bit. Hey man, what do you think? What do you think about the state of the team? Yada yada yada. I mean, that tells you right there. And you know, I made a video the other day talking about Mark Davis's creating a position with the Raiders. It's supposed to be like this football expert or football czar. And it's going to be a guy that works with Mark Davis away from the GM and the head coach. Well, that makes you wonder. I I brought up Tom Brady because he's real tight with that organization now. You know, that's a perfect position for John Gruden. Wouldn't that be hilarious? It would be perfect for John. Yeah. Bring him back in. Mark Davis's right hand man. It, it'd be it'd be and it'd be hilarious too. It really would. No, Davis always treated Gruden like a son as well, didn't he? Say it again. I'm sorry. Oh, Al, Al Davis always treated John Gruden like a son as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Al Al yeah. loved John. Yeah. Al loved John. Yeah. Um Thank you guys for all of those um, super chats. Um, keep dropping them if you want to. So we'll give you this. I shouldn't. Do it. Just put it all into one bulk right there. <laughs> um, there's another one more thing I want to talk about here. When this is for the entertainment channel here, when when Hollywood celebrities and actors, you know, they complain about getting paid, how much they get paid. I don't think the average person is going to care. I mean, if you're getting, let's say, for example, you're getting 10 million dollars for a movie. I don't think the average person wants to hear you complain about you're not getting paid right. There's going to be no tears shared share for you at all. Because I think most people probably know that like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Didn't he get, um, didn't he get like $75 million or something like that for um, Endgame? It was a lot. It was, it was, a a, lot. It was it something was, like that. It was um, a, a massive upfront salary Plus, he probably got two or three percent on the back end of the profit of that movie. That's usually how that's set right. up for A-listers. Now they get a percentage of the profit. So, um, right. my guess would be by the time it's all said and done, he'll probably make a hundred million off of Endgame. <laughs> okay. Well, you know? let's let's just say for simplicity here, he got seventy-five million. Yeah. Nobody in their right mind thinks he's actually going home with seventy-five million. Because we know there's agents, there's taxes, all this other stuff. Yeah, sure. Probably after all the fees he had to pay to his people, 
and his agent and taxes. I mean, just cut off half of that right there. To 60%. Other, 60%. Other people. Yeah, it's 60%. So he's around. probably getting taxed on $35 million. He probably walked out with, out of $75 million, probably $20 million is what I'm guessing right there. Good payday after taxes. Well, uh, yeah, to, yeah, great. Payday. Taraji P. Henson is no um, Robert Downey Jr. Okay, she's complaining that she's underpaid. Hollywood is sexist, racist. Uncle Sam is getting fifty percent. Well, I don't know where Taraji actually lives at, but if you actually live in California. Woo. I don't want to hear anybody that lives in California Woo. complain about taxes or New York because or New York. You yeah. live there and chances are you're probably voting for this. Right. A lot of Hollywood is a, a bunch of leftists. They vote for this stuff. You live out here in Texas. Guess what? You don't have to pay 50 percent there. Now, of course, you're going to be at the highest tax bracket still. But I'm, I'm not complaining about it. There's a reason why so many people are moving to Texas and Florida. <laughs> and taxes is a yeah. big, big piece yeah. of that. Yes. Yeah. Look here. And Nevada. Actress ter- yeah, Nevada, and Nevada have Look. state taxes too. A- actually, a lot of people left Hollywood. They were going to Nevada because Nevada doesn't have any uh, state income tax. Uh, ter- actress Taraji P. Henson, Empire and Hid- Hidden Figure star. Lamented an alleged Hollywood pay discrepancy, asserting that she worked hard for a fraction of the cost. Now, she was speaking with uh, Gail King. This is what she said, quote, I'm just tired of working so hard, being gracious at what I do and getting paid a fraction of the cost. I'm tired of hearing my sisters say the same thing over and over. You get tired. I hear people go, you work a lot. Well, I do. Well, I have to, I should say. The math ain't ain't uh, mathing. When you start working a lot, you have a team. Big bills come with that. Come with um, what we do. We don't do this alone. It's a whole team behind us. They have to uh, get paid. When you hear someone go, such and such made $10 million, that didn't make it to their account, she continued. Henson noted that well, over 50% of her salary goes to other people. Like I just used in that example. I mean, you got into acting. That's a part of the, the deal right there. Quote, off the top, Uncle Sam is getting 50%. Probably really because of where you live at. <laughs> now have um, $5 million. Your team is getting 30% off, the, off of your gross. Not after what uh, Uncle Sam took. Now do the math. Henson says she often finds herself feeling at the bottom whenever she has to renegotiate. Quote, I'm only human. Every time I do something and break another gr- another uh, glass ceiling, oh, when it's time to renegotiate, I'm at the bottom again like I never did what I just did. And I'm just tired. I'm tired. It wears it wears on you. What does that mean? What is that telling telling me if I can't fight for them coming up behind me, then what the fuck am I doing? She concluded. It sounds like she needs a better agent. To me. 
Not only that, that, fuck about Kumi Poignant as well. I mean, I mean, who if you think you're worth more, your agent is supposed to be negotiating for you, right? Uh, Why the hell are you who, paying your agent? Who the hell ever saw her name on a billing of anything and thought, oh, shit. Oh, I don't think she's I, ever gotten top billing. I, I got to get there. Oh, hell no. You're, dude, she's not Harrison Ford. She's not Tom Cruise. No. She's not Brad Pitt. She's not... She's not any, she doesn't move the needle at no. all, at all. I Stop think she's it. what a, um, what would you say? She's not a list. She's a B to a C list. She's a C, a C plus list. Maybe C plus. Yeah. Kind Some, of, something like that. Yeah. She's, she's a good television actress. Like she was very good as the second person to Jim Caviezel in Person of Interest. She co-starred on that show with Jim yeah. Caviezel. She was very good. as his right-hand woman in that show. Very good. But I like Jim Caviezel. He was the reason I was tuning in and giving the show a shot to begin with. You know, I thought, yeah. oh, man, uh, uh, what's the movie? I, 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 oh, shit. What's the uh, movie Jim Caviezel? Uh, I love the movie. Damn it. Henry Cavill is in it for like 12 seconds. Oh, I can't um, remember. The Count of Monte Cristo. I, I love Jim yes. Caviezel because of that movie, you know? Uh, yeah. So I tuned in to Person of Interest, and that's where I really discovered who she was. She was very good in the show. She was. I'm not. I, but I but she's not name. a movie. I don't rush for nothing. She's not, yeah. a, she's not a movie star. No, that's I, even I, even I on Empire. So. Empire, she wasn't the main draw to that. It was Ter Terrence P. Howard was the main draw for Empire. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, he was bringing that MCU cred with him, that hustle and flow cred. You know? Yeah, a absolutely. You're right. Was that the one Once where she, uh, she wanted the pay raise from, and that's why he done the hate the fake hate crime? So that show was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ju Juicy Smoothie is he was in that show too. He was in that show. I mean, it comes with the territory. Everybody knows. I'm wondering where does she live at? I'm I want to look it up. I want to know where Taraji actually lives. Because if they're taking fifty percent of your salary off the top. That's New York or California straight away, isn't it? Taraji P. Henson. She's born in Washington, D.C. And where does she live at? Let's see here. Because if you complain about 50%, it says she has a house in L.A., <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you go, yeah. if nobody told you to live in California. If that's you where you're living, it's kind of hard to. Maybe she probably got a house next to Patrice Kohler's. Could be. Yeah, one of her mansions. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. If and she then wants local to make taxes her money stretch. Get the hell out. Yeah. Yeah. Because then. I believe they try to tax you locally too. I mean, state tax in uh, California is insane. Insane. I wouldn't want to live there. 
you know, uh, Dennis Quaid is trying to um, bring more movies to Texas <laughs> because Texas is more friendlier to businesses and definitely yeah, he could save um, more money because, you know, he's from Houston. And I, I think he's he, a hell of a, actor. I think he, God, yeah, he's a good actor. I don't think he lives in California anymore. I think he said he, I think he left. Well, Mark Wahlberg moved out. Yeah. He lives in Nevada, but I don't know if Dennis Quaid moved back to Houston. Though. I mean, think of this here. All these athletes, there is a reason why so many athletes live in Houston. There is a ton of athletes that live in Houston. Uh, Robert, Robert Ory play for the Rockets, play for the Lakers. He still lives in Houston. There's a reason why cost yeah. of living's good. No state income tax. Adrian Peterson lives in Houston, but actually he's pretty much from the area anyway. <laughs> I got, a, I got a buddy of mine that him and his wife, she's a surgeon and they're from California and they sold their like 1500 square foot house in California. This was like a decade ago, sold it in California, came here, bought a 3,700 square foot house for cash. <laughs> oh yeah. Easily. You know, I mean, easily. and, and it was, it was like the Taj Mahal on the inside. You walked in, it was like, holy Jesus. The entire back wall is plate glass window. You know, my, my house, my house that I have right now that I'm in right now, I'm willing to bet. If my home was just in a middle class neighborhood in uh in LA, probably be eight hundred thousand dollars. Out here it ain't it ain't worth eight hundred thousand dollars here. Yeah. Yeah. I live close I to the airport. I live said they I live got... from the airport. So the only downside is I, I got planes got over... all over all the time with me. They got over seventy seven hundred thousand for their home in California, and they bought mm -hmm. that that thirty five hundred square foot was on five acres, and they paid three fifty cash up here in East Texas for it. Yeah, and it was a it was a new construction too, on top of it, a new construction. Huh. Wow, Nicholas here is in uh, Liberty County. You like twenty minutes from me. No, nice no, I'm, I'm, I'm living in the working class area in Dublin, about 10 minutes drive from the airport and about 25 minutes drive into the city centre. Like I say, but property is expensive in Dublin as well. We also kind of got the gang problem here as well. Hmm. But um, I would rather live in Dublin and back home in London though, because London's Sadiq kind of mayor there's turned London into a third world shithole. Or to further the globalist agenda that him and most of the clans running the UK government there as well. Speaking of globalists, how are you getting on with the book so far, Rhodes? I, I, I haven't started it yet. I haven't started it yeah. yet. I've got it right over here. Christmas time yeah. is uh busy. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, yeah. busy. Uh between everything we got going on and of course doctor's visits. So uh I have not started it yet. I will start yeah. uh I'll probably start it uh after January first. 
I'll start reading it at night. <coughs> yeah, I was when that book showed up. I was familiar with it. I knew he had put yeah. that book out, and uh, but I had not bought it. And uh, it's been a book I've been interested in reading. Yeah. Like to show uh, I got a feeling I'm going to be furious. I think I'll be furious yeah. by the time I'm done I reading would. it. But, there's, there's, yeah. there's, there's two or three instances uh, that wound me up. Uh, the Kung Fu was one of them. Social credit scores was another. But um, yeah. I just saw Mark Dice's new book, The War on Conservatives. It's, uh, hey, John, it's Glenn Beck's The Great Reset. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be, I'm checking it out. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw the Mark Dice's new one, The, the War on Conservatives. Um, I found, I found, I've actually found a book site uh, based in England. That, is, that I'm able to get books, uh, even like I'm get all the Alex Jones catalog on it as, on it as well. <laughs> this is good. Chuck Norris once went to a feminist rally. He came back with three iron shirts and a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's good. All right, anything else, guys? I ordered three books there recently. Mark Dice is one. I ordered Clay Travis's new one, The American Playbook. That'll be coming after Christmas as well. Yeah, that's probably going to be a good good read. I've, I I've read this. I've read Republicans gonna, Don't Buy Sneakers too. I've read that. I was going to buy Mark Levine's new book till he went off the deep end a while back with some bullshit neocon Republican rant he had on X and everybody was like, Oh, not you, man, of all people. <laughs> Cause he, he wrote American Marxism, right? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I've always liked what he had to say. Yeah, it was disappointing. Yeah, it was. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, well guys, we just want to come together and, um, this replaced the member stream for today. So we just opened it up to everybody. Um, but if you would like to support us, become channel members, because we do this thing every every Friday, yep. 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for members only. It's usually a little bit more raunchier than this. Yeah. So, yeah, because it's not with yeah. little with C-bombs and all that, like, but we kept, kind yeah, of kept yeah. it respectful today. And Mick is a little under weather, too. So. <laughs> so, yep. Hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. Uh, we're not going anywhere. We're still going to have videos coming out. I'll probably shoot a couple tomorrow uh since um monday is uh christmas so i'll probably Any get other up final about, words i'll probably get up about 2 a.m on christmas morning and, re <laughs> oh, and God, record sleep and record two or three before we we're going to my we're going to my wife's sisters so that drive alone is like an hour and 15 or 20 minutes one way so Yikes. Yeah, so we'll be driving down there and driving back. Plus, it's just just like Thanksgiving. We were gone six good hours, <laughs> every bit of it. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, my mom will be out here, so I gotta I gotta go get wrapping paper when we get done here. Oh, I've got I've got seven. Hang on, I've got seven. Oh, oh! I meant to say this at the beginning of the stream. In case, because it's been a while since we've been streaming on Black and White Sports. I have not left the big sports channel, folks. I promise. I promise. I, I'm, tr I'm trying to grow the other sports channel right now. So 
that's the only reason you haven't seen as many videos out of me on the on the big channel. It's because because frankly, black and white sports two is showing its ass right now. I don't know how yeah, else to it say is. it. It's showing its ass. Yep. Y'all y'all have showed up over there big time. So yeah, this may be a video for later on. The Pistons have lost twenty five in a row, but the fans were screaming to sell the team <laughs> at the game. It's bad, wow. man. I didn't realize they had lost that many in a row. They're about to set the NBA record. So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy right there. But uh hope everybody has a merry, merry uh Christmas. Everybody comes once a year, enjoy time with your families. And um now Mickey's back. I'm drinking yeah, plenty of beer. <laughs> yeah, we're wrapping it up now, man. We're wrapping it up. Um, okay. Yep. Have a good Christmas, everyone. You too. Yes. yes. And FJB. And it's still a see you next Tuesday. Yep. Peace. We're out. Till next time. Till next time. Thank you.